Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky Minute 77, which starts with Dola in bed again, listening to Pazu say, If Laputa is so dangerous, it's not for the likes of Muska. And it ends with the tiger moth turning to run from the Goliath. Action is starting to kick in. Oh, man. But we got to uh, finish up the conversation between Pazu and Shita. Yeah. About Tola and their future, I guess. Mm-hmm. So does, it's a Pazu, does Pazu know Dola better than Dola knows Dola? After a day. Does Pazu think she's better than, what does he say? Um, Pazu. She's nicer than she looks. Yeah. But she then she looks surprised when he says this. Does she think that? Why is she surprised when he says this? Is she like Motro was right? <laughs> He's I don't know. But was... Motro was Motro was wrong. Yeah. Because Motro was saying they're too upright to ever give you respect, and I take that to mean that they won't respect somebody who's bad. Mm. But Pazu is saying she's not really bad. She's better than she looks. Mm. So it seems to be turning Motro's point on its head. Yeah. So is this like a secret that Dola is good, that she doesn't want anybody to find out? Is that why she's, he saw through me? I mean, that's, so is it a secret? I don't understand what, why she's surprised. I guess it's like a secret because she puts up like a hard front. Yeah. But she's actually nice. So she she puts up the hard front. She wants, that's what she wants people to be reacting to. Mm -hmm. Her tatemai. Yeah. So if people aren't reacting to that, they're reacting to something else, that means she's failed <laughs> in some way. I guess. And is he and the other thing about this, Pauza mm-hmm. is explaining this to Sheeta. Yeah. As if Sheeta doesn't realize that Doll is actually nice. So that means that Sheeta is willing to work for somebody bad, at least for a little while, right? Yeah. So I don't. She's like, "Oh, don't be a pirate for me. You aren't. You just came. You just joined this crew as well." She. I don't know why yeah. you're casting stones, seeing as you're living in the glass house here. I mean, I think Shita, like Shita's perception of bad is Muska. Everything that like Muska has forced her to do or has forced her to say or whatever. But she's she's saying she's saying to Pazo, "I don't want you to become a pirate for me." Okay, so another way to look at this okay. is that Paz is not responding to the point that she is trying to make. She mm. does not saying that, oh, these are bad people and I yeah. don't want you to become right. a bad person. She may just be saying, look, if you're a pirate, good or good at heart or not, you're going to be an outcast from society, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to make that sacrifice for me. Right. But that's not what Pazu responds to. No, because... If she says making that point, then Paz is probably like, I'm already an outcast. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm an orphan living in a toxic dump. <laughs> yeah. Living on top of a cliff. <laughs> I work. <laughs> yeah. I'm 12 and I'm, I have a full-time job in a mine. Yeah. The, you know, yes, what's your gonna, point? <laughs> society's going to treat me any worse <laughs> than it already does. Yeah. From a pirate. And being pirate's cool, too. And then, so we've been calling them goat cows. Yeah. Say... These are real. There's they're yaks. They're yaks. You should realize that they're yaks. I don't know. 
I guess that makes sense. So that means that they were yaks in Nausicaa as well. Oh, it's not fun anymore. It's just a yak. Yeah, it's just a yak. So I did some, uh, did you look up yaks on Wikipedia or anything? No. I did. Yeah. So Good. they're related to part of the bovine family. So they're more cow. Mm, than goat. Yeah. Kind of related to the buffalo. They mm, right. are predominantly in like the Himalayan mountains, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah. With Shita. I guess. Yeah. You're she's right. in the mountains. Yeah. She's yeah. in the mountains. I don't know what it does for the geography of this whole... Is that where she lives? She lives like in Shangri-La? Is that Muska went that far away? I guess. Like we said, this was probably Europe, right? Yeah. She was in the trade winds on the ocean. Yeah, I mean, she could live, yeah. They're, yeah, they've got airships. They could take a while, but they get there. Yeah, Muska would take would go that far. Yeah, so I guess there's somewhat, you know, uh, the closer, closest relative would be like the water buffalo in India or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so it was... Uh, um, in the 20s, uh, in as part of like some effort, I think it's I'm trying to remember what I read in, on Wikipedia, but there was as part of some efforts to save the American bison. Oh, right. Uh, is it part of this or not? Anyway, but they, they crossbred it with the American bison and uh, produced a yakalo. I see. They didn't, only the females were fertile and they didn't. The experiments were discontinued in 1928. Have you seen the beefalo out at Fermilab? The cross between American bison and cattle. And cattle. Beefalo. Beefalo. And then, of course, if you cross a, an American bison with a juggler, you get a, a juggalo. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah, thanks for coming along that oh, ride with gosh. me. Okay. Yeah, so Pazu is like, okay, once things, once we're, once everything is settled, I'll take you to Gondoa. Gondoa, yeah. When, when did Shita tell him about Gondoa? Oh, that's exactly? a good question. Like, how does he know? Because we, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. They could have, and that walk up, you know, f- through the mine. Oh, up right. Up to the surface. Pazu been like, where do you live? And she's like. Yeah. Uh here yeah i guess i was just kind of taken aback because i'm like oh no it's a new word yeah new, new pl- yeah word. we haven't heard this word i don't think yeah and then pause was like i want to see where you were born the valley the yaks yeah and that's when dola's like okay yeah um, boring <laughs> i don't need to hear this mushy couple yeah. stuff uh but the uh the do we see the crew at this point as well? Yeah, we see the we see Louis listening, and Louis's like, "Ugh." So I guess we know there's two speaking tubes on the crow's nest. Mm-hmm. One of them goes down to Dola's room, mm-hmm. and the other goes into the into the cockpit. cockpit. But again, we don't see any speaking tubes on that gangway between the cockpit and the main part of the ship. Right. So I don't know how that works. The other thing, I guess, it must be disconnected. When the when the crow's nest turns into a glider, as we'll see mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Okay. So there, we said that there were four people on watch. Right. So we've got. So we've got Pazu, Pazu up in the crow's nest. Louis. And then the other three are right here yeah. in the cockpit. Really? Was Louis going to go onto the crow's nest on top of the cockpit? And then the other two were like, Louis, you got to come down and listen to this. <laughs> 
That's what I imagine. That's what you're imagining. I feel like there's more maintenance in the cockpit. That's why there's three people down there and one person in the crow's nest. More maintenance? What do you mean? More maintenance, like, gotta keep steering the boat or the ship somehow, check up on other things. I don't know how a plane works. (laughs) Because in that crow's nest, you're just... There's more stuff to do. Yeah. And monitor and stuff, yeah. Looking. Okay. I mean, Henry was alone. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. And here would be... On the speaking tubes in the cockpit, they don't have covers. No. And then positive spots. What's that? What's that? Oh, no. The Goliath is right below us. Yeah, so I guess you can't really... Maybe you see it more in the other minute. Yeah. uh, When the Goliath goes back down. But, like, the shadow on the the contours of the clouds Mm -hmm. makes the Goliath really look like a... Like a, a, a fish yeah, like swimming a back and forth. Whale. Yeah, like turning left, right, left, right, left, mm-hmm. right, like a shark. Yeah. I don't understand why coming out of the clouds makes such a huge noise, right? Yeah. Why would it? It's like the in this movie, a little bit in Nausicaa as well, like in this world, do the clouds have a different consistency? Yeah, is it denser? Is it denser? Like it's because it's almost like coming out of the water or something. Yeah. That's not how clouds work. No. In our world. In our world, it's just water. <laughs> so the guy, and the, the guy that comes out of the crew room, when Dola comes out, bursts out of her bedroom, mm-hmm. and another guy comes out, I assume, out of the crew room next door mm-hmm. to come to the railing. He's the Japanese. We said that guy was Japanese, right? I think so, yeah. He with a huge, he's got a nice mustache. He does. He reminds me, I can't, I was trying to find the guy I thought he reminded me of. I thought it was uh, Lafcadio O'Hearn. You know, you know Lafcadio O'Hearn. Do you? I think. For our listeners, then, he's a journalist from New Orleans that wind up moving to Japan, taking a Japanese name. He wrote uh, Kwaidan, the collection of horror stories. Oh. That they, right. Yeah. I thought it was that guy that I was thinking of. Uh but he died in like 1902 or something. And there's another guy who was like a similar like American writer. He went to Japan and like went all native and was like considered like even more Japanese than the Japanese or something. But I've seen, and I've seen like color film footage of this guy. And he had that big mustache like this crew member here. So now I thought that was Lafcadio Heron, but obviously not since he died and, 1902. Before, <laughs> yeah. Before color cameras were invented. Yeah. So I don't know who I was thinking of. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stories like that. Yeah, there's a lot of those guys. I know. I remember hearing about like some f- like French political cartoonist who like went to Japan. Yeah. And like married a Japanese woman and just yeah. kind of hung out. Yeah. There until he died. Did he take a Japanese name? I can't remember. Probably. Okay. All right. Anyway. So, again, a little bit more information in the Japanese than the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Does she say something? Does she say? She says, uh... Come about full rudder is what the subtitles say. Mm-hmm. Japanese is omokaji, which is starboard. Yeah. Omokaji nigeru. Yeah. Yeah. Run away. Retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Starboard. Run away. Like the Monty Python. Run away. Have you seen... No. Monty Python and the Holy Grail? No. 
I need to. So, yeah, yeah. so instead of retreat, like when I call a retreat, mm-hmm. <laughs> they call out, run away, run away, run away. Okay. I think that exhausts my notes. Okay. You got anything else? Nope. Okay. We'll see you next time on, on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute.